88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan You're tuned in to The Friday Night Groove With your host Roosevelt Belton Jr. Better known as R.B.J. for short And If this is your first time tuning in Every Friday My goal is to provide you with some of the finest cuts of soul Alternative, electronic, indie, jazz, and pretty much everything in between. So, keep your dial locked in, because tonight, I'll be in conversation with Brian Kage and Tahoe as we discuss the release of their collaboration, the Detroit EP. We'll begin to interview shortly, but in the meantime, we'll start this program off with Brian's track, Laguna, which was remixed by Tahoe back in 2004. And after this, you hear a short mix of tracks from Brian and Tahoe's catalogs. The interview follows shortly after. So peace, thank you, enjoy, and let's groove.
88.3 WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan You are tuned in to The Friday Night Groove With your host Roosevelt Belton Jr. Better known as R.B.J. For short And right now I'm in conversation With Brian Kage Of Michigander Music And Tahoe of Lumina, he discussed the release of the collaborative project, the Trois EP. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. How are you? Roosevelt, doing great. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate the opportunity. Yo, yeah, I'm doing good. It's daylight in France. Things are good here. Weather is amazing. Beautiful blue sky, and I, I'm in Brittany, France. I moved from the south of France. I'm in Brittany now. Usually it's rain all the time, and it's been nothing but beautiful weather lately. So for over 10 years now, you both have remixed each other's tracks and released on each other's labels. But the Detroit EP will be the first record you two have actually collaborated on. So why was now the perfect time to start recording together? So when we, you know, this is the very first time that we were able to come together and really concentrate on a record together. And I think a lot of it had to do with having, having a lot more freedom with, with, uh, with our time. We've been both been busy with side projects and collaborative projects with other people and our own solo material and our own ideas. And, uh, you know, with COVID, we've had a little more time. Personally, I've had a little more time right. to get in the studio. And technologies too, because we've known each other for like, what, like 15 years or more. Yeah. And it's just the, the we got to a point where technology with a Dropbox, we can actually easily make collabs. I, I, I was not doing collaboration before. It's like uh, last five years that I started that. So it also helps a lot because, you know, back then we didn't, we've known each other for so long that it didn't come... Uh, into our mind that we could actually collab from France and then Detroit. You see what I mean? Yeah, it was. It's definitely a lot easier with with Dropbox and then applications like Signal to talk and and just communicate. It's, it's real a lot time. E- yeah, real time. It's a lot easier versus like sending emails out. And that's that's really how Tahoe and I met. He wrote this EP that showed up at my local record store. I think it was like Melodies and Memories or Record Time back in the day, and I I bought it. And I was like, man, this is a really good record. Like, and it had Vince Watson on the remix, and I was already hip to him on the remix. What was that EP called, Tahoe? Yulia. Yulia. Yeah. And it was on Adreno Groove or Adreno Groove or something like Adreno that. Adreno Groove, yeah. And uh, I wrote him, like, his email was on the back of the record. And I just took a chance. And I was like, yo, this record's really great. You know, like, wow, I've never heard anything like, coming out of France or, or wherever, like out of Europe like this, besides like a real Bricka or Vince Watson. I was like, who are you? Blah, 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 blah. Who are you? And what do you do here? <laughs> you know? And uh, he, he wrote back, he was like, oh, wow, you're from Detroit, you know? And like, blah, blah, blah. And you know, that's awesome. Like, it's awesome to talk. I remember like, checking his, uh, his website and uh, I heard in mix, it was super fast. It was like 100 35 bpm but i was like that's sick i love the energy it was so good and and that's uh when we started to i think i asked him some demos i think is that right 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you asked for some. I sent you like um, some stuff we were doing. We were just starting Beretta off at the time, and uh, I just sent you some music, and you were like, "Man, I really like like what you're doing." Like, I think I sent you Trees, like the ambient one. Then I sent you Days of Us Two and Impossible Bridge, and then it was over. And Tahoe was like, "Okay, we're gonna put this out." Yeah, he was like, he was actually uh, becoming like one of the main uh, Lumina artists uh, with the second EP and stuff because he he had the more Detroit uh, dance like uh, you know dancehall sound as uh, where Lumina was more like dubby electronica. Well, the stuff I do is like high tech soul, high tech jazz, and he had this uh, kick, hard kick that I. I keep like uh, asking him. I'm like, hey, go back in those days. I want uh, more of that because he really had this identity of the Detroit banger, you know, hits. Like uh, not huge hits, but for Lumina, that was the the big sellers. Like uh, his records were selling just like in two weeks. It did well though. I mean, you know, I was new, so I had a very different approach, my own approach at making techno naive approach and Tahoe liked that because you know I wasn't doing what everybody was doing that would like Italian at the time it was like Italian techno was huge like Reno Cerrone and Marco Carolla and stuff like that and like and minimal techno was like on this rise like um ghostly or like compact and and prolong and I was doing like weird melod melodic Detroit techno and I had no idea I was doing it like like I didn't know what I was just doing stuff and then like Tao was like yo like you're doing like classic red planet stuff and in that kind of stuff but you know different but your own sound exactly what i wanted you know it, it was full of like uh in french we call it clav like uh keyboards kind of keys 
but for us French, we always say, oh, les claviers de Détroit. That means the keys, those like three notes, chords, dun, 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 like that are deep. For us, uh, from France, that was our image of Detroit. And uh, like, that's exactly it. That's what I want. It was awesome because like Tahoe was the first person to take the chance and an you know, take the opportunity to put me out to the world. And from there, it just kind of steamrolled like a thinner uh, label that was big at the time. Tahoe had done releases for them and he told the label manager at the time that like I was up and coming. And so when the label manager came here, he met me and wanted to put some of my music out. And so it was just like this progression of just like taking a chance, sending an email out, making a good friend. And like my, my studio, you can see it like it's crazy now, but back in the day, just like a laptop and like a, a a keyboard midi controller and that was pretty much it like maybe one i think a virus synthesizer and i'm asking him to go back to that setup and make new tracks for lumina <laughs> yeah, now he wants me to because i want that back. sound i want that sound back it's easy you got it <laughs> yeah i know he's working on one so I, i'm confident it's gonna come up with this being the first record you're actually releasing together what did you have in mind before you started working together and how did your expectations change during the recording and production process? So I think it was just a very organic process of just trying stuff, you know, really experimenting and sending tracks back and forth. Um, I think it, I think it started well, with uh, we've been working. Uh, remember this song that Detroit style stuff that was like we started two years ago but we never actually felt like doing it in the end and stuff yeah yeah so so really the idea was um i was going to do uh ep with a couple different producers for michigander one was tahoe um another was satoshi fume and uh, and, and put it on one record and you know i started getting tracks and getting stuff back from producers and tahoe and i we just started really clicking like with one track and so we just we just got clicking you know like really quick and we were able to really nail down exactly what we were both going for i think it was just a very organic process a couple months later like we really got in you know like we just dove in and it was easy because like we had a we had chemistry going we had chemistry going we had signal going we had dropbox going and we were cooking i remember you sent me the chords and i was like i i don't really feel them and i was like i i think i know what you want and then i remade them remade them in a in more like the mad mike style like gospel and then he was like oh yes that's what i want and then he asked um can I have pianos like Jam, you know, the track I made with uh, Jude Wells and uh, and boom, et voila. Magic, like absolute magic that this guy can write. You know, 15 minutes, he did this um, probably amazing stuff, amazing track and sends it back to me. I'm like, yo, like, dude, this is a hit. We just had to work together and get it right. And like, the thing is with Tahoe is he's just a magical producer. Like he can do anything. Like he's a genius in the studio and I hate to use this word because I don't do it to myself, but I almost have to homogenize him. Yeah. That's what you're doing with Detroit. Cause I even told him, I'm like, 
ah, you know, you know how I am. I'm all about Mad Max style and stuff. It's it's got to be gospel, kind of all over the place. It shouldn't be too perfect. And and then when he did Detour, I was like, that's too clean uh, to me. And then you know, I was like, ah, yeah, I actually like it. And and then the more I would listen to it, I was like, actually, it's it's actually amazing. It took me a while to get um, used to it, and now I'm like totally, I totally understand what he was trying to do. When I saw, especially when I saw Jimster playing it, I was like, oh, that's it. It's the merging of house, techno house, or chill out, like more chill out stuff. It's kind of universal. That's how I got it. But first, I, I got to admit that I was not totally getting it. And, and that's the beauty of collaboration. And that's why, like, it's awesome to collaborate with other artists and a lot of times because, like, you're going to have a battle, you're going to fight, you're going to scratch, you're going to claw your way through, you know, this work, your work. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you're coming with your idea and their idea and you're making something, like, that stands the test of time in its own place. And, like, that's why I always, like, get really hyped up collaborating because it brings out different parts of my, me and that person. This record is being released on Brian's Michigander label with Luna being established in 2004 and Michigander in 2016. How has owning and releasing music under your own imprints been beneficial to you as artists? Owning a record label is the greatest decision I've ever made with my own music. And I'll tell you why. I've been able to make what I wanted to, I've been able to do what I want to do. I've been able to put my music where I want to put it. And nobody can tell me no on a um, record that I truly believe in. Um, and it opens the doors and you gain more respect by doing your own thing. When you are sending music out to other people, it's awesome to make those connections, but how serious are they going to take your music? How how much work are they going to put towards your music? I've been lucky and fortunate to work with some great people. I've worked with Tahoe, with Lumina for 15 years, but like sometimes labels stop and you still have your own thing to do. And it's so easy nowadays to do it because you have Bandcamp, you have these avenues, you know, you're able to get your music on Spotify and Apple Music if you really want to. And funny enough, I, I'm, I'm actually pushing every Lumina artist to make their own label. That's the big thing. Right, right now for the compilation, I got this uh, Odyssey, Odyssey compilation, uh, you know, soon on vinyl and it's already out on uh, iTunes and everywhere on Bandcamp. And I'm like, uh, Tailbot Ringer is a young uh, artist and, uh, you know, noticed by Laurent Garnier and stuff. And I'm like, okay, here it is, how you make it. I show him every single thing I do for Lumina and I, I, I tell him you should start your label 
you have too much talent and everything and that because like brian is saying you are free you do anything you want and and then you you can just like lay down on your couch and and be like so creative thinking i have no limits where if you are just signed on a few labels and you want to stick with them you're forced to limit yourself with the views of those like label owners and it's so limiting and you're like uh i think it's i don't like it much yeah you're in control of your own destiny it's 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 how you what you do that will make you know your you can career. be yourself yeah 100 yeah, and make your career happen you know it's, it's on you really Because I understand how it is to just be out there for the first time. I've never forgotten that. And uh, but you don't want to be perfect to release on the label. I'd like to. I love taking perfection and trying to sculpt and help the artist discover who he really is and make it sound make it sound professional. And then that's a little bit what happened with Brian too uh, at the beginning. And now he's he found his own way, he made his own label, and I'm like, whoa, it's the most beautiful thing you could uh, you could do. Some labels don't like that; they want to keep the artist. They want to. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and take advantage of the artist and not pay the artist, and you know, get all the benefits without reaping the, you know, the benefits to the artist. Yeah. So. And Sol Ortega was like, oh my God, thank you so much for this opportunity. I, it was like, uh, I found myself uh, doing this song for, for Lumina. She was so happy. She was like, oh, I felt free. Yeah, yeah. And, and that what Tahoe's talking about really is he's talking about his Odyssey EP that he's just released on EP on or LP, his Odyssey LP that he just released on Lumina. And it has a bunch of various artists on there, or a bunch of great artists, various artists uh, like Sol Ortega, uh, Tahoe himself, G Prod. G Prod and Tahoe, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you say? Is it Theobald? I, that's how I say it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Theobald Ringer. It's a great record. It's like, and, and Tahoe's putting out a limited edition vinyl. It's the first time they've done Lumina vinyl. It's going to sell like hotcakes because it's got beautiful artwork, beautiful Detroit. It's got two style, videos, two music videos, Detroit. Too many videos, style, yep. Detroit style music. Um, it's amazing. It's an amazing compilation, and like you got to check it out. Lumina, luminarecords.bandcamp.com, right? That's right. Yeah.
So this project references the history of Detroit, but also manages to blend in each of your signature production styles. You know, with you being legends in your own right, how difficult was it to create something that pays homage, but is also forward thinking and unique to yourselves? For me, I was so young. I started music at uh, 11 years old, and I was like inspired by Jean Michel Jarre and all the huge concert he would do with lasers everywhere, like crazy multimedia stuff already. He was such an uh, avant gardiste. And I would listen to uh, The Big Blue, uh, the movie, you know, by uh, uh, the music was by Eric Serra. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And then by just I was I would listen to this Maximum radio radio uh, called Maximum uh, and Laurent was playing there and I had all these influences and by just I was one day just turning the FM you know uh, knob because um, I thought I could actually find uh, once again don't laugh but I thought I could find the alien uh, uh, information because I heard uh, on the TV that they were putting those like uh, SETI radar where you could uh, they were hoping to find uh, alien <laughs> messages so I was like as a kid 11 years old I was like yeah maybe I could do it with the radio is that for me it was the same thing and guess what I heard the very first transmat and to me, that was the alien message <laughs> I was waiting for. So wherever my soul takes me, uh, I want to go there. So I'm not trying to be to stick to one genre. So that that might be. Yeah, sometimes people say tell me like you should change your name or whatever for different projects. I'm like, no, I'm just me. I'm just somebody who makes music at home. And that's the way I want to keep it. I think that it's not as difficult as it seems because really I'm just staying true to myself and what my music stands for. I know it's, I don't want to come off like as an, as that, like being arrogant, but, but that's the truth. You know, Michigan and Detroit has influenced who I am um, as a person. And it just, it's in the streets it's in the walls here i live and breathe this place i've never left home um other people have and i experience what the city and the surrounding areas of metro detroit offer every single day and um i see where i see different perspectives i'm open to different perspectives i stay quiet i you know i'm slow to speak and quick to hear and I take, you know, everything as influence. And when I get in the studio, it just all pours out. And it's a, uh, it's, um, it's just who I am. So, you know, I appreciate that question because it's like an honorable question. Um, like saying that we're legends.
It's a it's a good question because you know what? It's um, for everybody, for every artist. How do you start making music and how do you become somebody out of nothing, out of the void? Because we all come from nothing. There, I saw this thing online where saying every legend artist uh, comes from a amateur, and I was like, wow, yeah, that's so true. You are born out of the void, and you end up having a name, and after working so hard, and how we start with the bass, and the bass is the influence, and the big guys who made it before, but they made it the same way. They got influenced by somebody, and it's a huge teamwork here on Earth. Like, creating something unique um, is beautiful because it, in every area of life this question is uh, valid you know what i mean like who are we as a person without even making music or being an artist we are influenced by our parents we have roots we have like a base to start with and then we just explore you know things are being thrown at us all the time and we're like oh my god how do i deal with that and and that's how we become somebody by just trying to deal with things, right? So outside of being an impressive collection of dance tracks, but this being your first collaboration, how do you want either yourselves or other people to remember this record? For me, it's um, it was amazing because I was busy doing so many things and Brian really st stuck with it, like he said. I was like, I want to do this. And I, I didn't see where, where he was uh, going at first. But now, as time goes, like uh, I see exactly what he's doing. And I think it's a beautiful venture. Because at first, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't really have time and whatever. And then I'm like, now I see the beauty of the CP day by day. And I think that's, uh, that's a beautiful story just for that. I think that... You know, this record is just the culmination of Tahoe and my friendship over the years. And it's, you know, really like we're paying homage, but it's also like, you know, we're building a stronger relationship by doing something like this. And it's almost like having a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you know, it's like, or a husband or a wife. It's, we are artists, you're right. So it's kind of what is Brian saying, the artists have a relationship kind of like love relationship and that's very true you know artists really love each other exactly yep and and to get to get the um the uh honor to work with someone like tahoe who's just a magic man in the studio and on the keys like you know working on this stuff with me and and taking the time out of his, his busy schedule and his other projects to to do this and uh, i think really uh what we want what i want to remember from this is just like you know a strong friendship and a real strong friendship in my life with someone from you know four or five thousand miles away that we were able to come together and create um some magic together through a really tough through a really tough time in in life very true and you know what uh brian is a lumina artist and he will always uh, be a Lumina artist and I will never let him down, no matter what. We disagree on many things and every time I tell him, you know what, we disagree, but that's how we grow. And that's beautiful. If we were to agree on everything, what would be the point of uh, making a collaboration? 
like you you're not putting anything new out there but because we disagreed on many things it made this beautiful ep gentlemen congratulations on the record release i think is both an honor to detroit's history and the history that you're both making right now thank you for coming on and all the best going forward hey well, thank you so much man yeah thanks roosevelt appreciate you and uh keep up the great work WXOU Auburn Hills, Michigan You just heard My interview With Brian Kage of Detroit And Tahoe of Brittany France You've liked your heard Recording this episode will be available soon At FridayNightGroove.com Once again that is FridayNightGroove.com you can also listen to more of this project by visiting michigandmusic.bandcamp.com for both vinyl and digital files. I want to thank Brian and Tahoe again for a wonderful interview. I wish them all success in the future. So as always, thank you, peace, and enjoy as we end the program with their track, La Belle V. Support good music, and I'll catch you next Friday.